Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Pauling. Today, we are on a journey through Scripture. We hope you'll join us as we make 66 stops through each book of the Word of God. There's no trouble like family trouble. I'm telling you, when families have problems, it is one of the hardest things on earth to deal with. Well, it's interesting, but the book we've come to in the Old Testament is a book of family trouble. It's called Hosea. It's the first of the minor prophets. Now, they're not minor in message. They're only minor in size. There are 12 of them, and they're smaller uh, for the most part than the five major prophets, but their message is big and as great and grand and glorious as the love of God. And Hosea is the perfect example of this because Hosea is a very brief book about one family, and yet it's bigger than that. It is about the entire nation of Israel and a great God who loved them with everlasting love. Hosea has been called the prophet of persevering love, and let me tell you why. You know, we've already studied the romance in Ruth. We've studied the way marriage is a picture of our union with Christ in Song of Solomon. So you'll understand that when you come to the book of Hosea, God is using the story of one family as an object lesson of His relationship with the nation of Israel. The message is given in symbol in chapters 1 through 3 and then in sermon in chapters 4 through 14. So the personal marriage that Hosea has with this wife is an illustration of a, a bigger national message. Let me tell you the story. Hosea is told to marry a woman by the name of Gomer. He loves her with all of his heart, but she's unfaithful to him. She leaves him. She runs off after other lovers. She's an immoral, adulterous woman. It breaks Hosea's heart. Like Jeremiah before him, Hosea has also been called the prophet of the broken heart. And his brokenness hit very close to home because he's going through the breakup of his marriage. They have two children. God commands that those two children be named specific names. And their names mean not my people and unloved. That's pretty rough, isn't it? Now they have a third child, which means God shows. You see, God was working in the lives of Hosea and Gomer and their three children to show a great truth. Now, by the way, God's going to turn all this around. So before you turn me off today and say, well, this is a depressing story. I don't need this today. Let me tell you, there's hope. It leads us back to the Lord. The sins of Israel were reflected in the wife. Israel had been adulterous and unfaithful to God. The children reflect certain signs. They were not part of the family. They were not being able to receive the love they deserved because of the sin that had entered in. But salvation is reflected in the husband. You see, Hosea's name means salvation. Isn't that beautiful? Much like the Old Testament name Joshua, and much like the New Testament name Yeshua, Jesus. This is salvation coming. This is true love being demonstrated. Now, Hosea prophesied for 40 years during a period known as Israel's zero hour, her last lap of iniquity, the final voice before captivity. And so God raises up Hosea, 
allows certain things to take place in Hosea's own experience so that out of that, Hosea can give this message to the nation of Israel. Let me read the key verse to you. The key verse is found near the back door. Hosea chapter 14, verse 9, the last verse of the book says, Who is wise? And he shall understand these things. Prudent, and he shall know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the just shall walk in them, but the transgressors shall fall therein. When you come to the bottom line, when you come to the last verse of the book, God says, I want you to know there's hope. And if you're wise and understanding, if you're prudent and willing to know the truth, then this story can make a difference in your own spiritual experience. God's way is always right. You've got to choose whether you're going to walk in His way or choose your own way. And that's basically what the entire message of the book of Hosea is all about. It's about an unfaithful wife and her faithful husband. It's about an unfaithful Israel and her faithful God. And yes, it's about unfaithful people today, like me and you, who so often wander off on our own and fall in love with things other than God and righteousness. But it's the story of a faithful God who pursues us, who loves us, who comes after us, who refuses to let us go, and so brings us back into the family. The rest of the story is that Hosea and Gomer are reconciled. Not only are they reconciled, God says, go back now to those two children that were named unloved and not my people and change their name. And guess what he changed them to? Loved and my people. Thank God for a faithful Savior. The one who takes us from the wandering stranger and says, you're part of the family. He takes us from being on the outside and brings us in. He restores fellowship. Remember, charity never faileth. It's a beautiful reminder of God's unfailing love for us. The key word of the book is a word of responsibility, a word of response. It is the word return. It's used 15 times in 14 chapters. You see, this is the cure for wandering. This is the cure for sin. This is the cure for backsliding. Simply return to the God who loves you. He never stopped loving you. He didn't love you any less because of what you did. He loves you today. And all you must do is simply return to Him. Return to the God of salvation. And out of that, the Lord will restore you. My favorite chapter of the book is the last chapter. As a matter of fact, I'd like to challenge you today to sit down somewhere and read Hosea 14. In fact, don't sit, kneel. Read it on your knees because Hosea 14 is a cure for backsliding. Hosea 14 is a prescription for real revival. Recently in a special meeting where I was speaking, I preached every message the entire week out of that one chapter, Hosea 14. I found it to be a deep mind full of so much truth, not only for Israel, but for me and for you, because what it does, it causes us to return to the Lord, to see ourselves as God sees us, but more than that, to see Him as He truly is. You see, your human sin hurts divine love. Every sin is a sin against love. Someone would say there are few sins worse than the sin against love. Well, that's true. That's true not only in marriage, that's true in life. Would you think today of how your sin has grieved the heart of a God who loved you so much He gave His own Son for you? What does Hosea do? Hosea, who suffered over the sin of another, never quit loving her, and actually found her in a slave market. She'd gone so low, she was in the slave market, 
She was being sold, her flesh being sold to the highest bidder, and guess what Hosea did? He bought her. Doesn't that sound familiar? Our Lord Jesus Christ loved us and gave Himself for us, shed His own precious blood to redeem us, to buy us out of the slave market of sin, to, to remove us from a life of debauchery and fleshliness. Why did He do that? Not to make us simply slaves again, but to make us sons, to make us restored family members, to bring us back into fellowship. Hosea is the book that reminds us that God never gives up, no matter how far you've gone. Friends, that's not a minor message. That's a major message. And I hope today as you journey through the story, through this beautiful love story in Hosea, you'll get a glimpse of God's unfailing love for you. Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.